So we are doing an episode that we didn't know we were going to have to do, that we didn't plan to do. We took last week off because I'm sure as anyone listening or watching knows, we had a school shooting in Nashville last week, which is where we live. And we just had to hit pause on pretty much everything in our lives. Um, I feel like parents across the country are feeling insecure and angry and frustrated and sad. Um, none more than the, the parents of and the families of the six people we lost here. Yeah. And we put a lot of thought and intentions into this episode. Um, we needed a week to breathe. Um, but we all have a common goal that we're wanting safer schools, right? <laughs> we're wanting well, yeah, our I kids mean, to feel safer. Anyone who listens um, knows that we have a lot of different yeah. beliefs and views. Mm-hmm. But yeah. we want to start by saying we are all on the side of keeping our kids safe. Yep. Yes. That is just hands down how we get there may be different. But <sighs> that is a big, big commonality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. We did want to mention the lives that were lost. William Kinney, Hallie Scruggs, Evelyn Dickhouse, and then Dr. Catherine Kuntz, Mike Hill, and Cynthia Peake. Um, going into Easter this weekend, it it feels like any time a holiday happens, it's got to be even harder, and my heart breaks for the families that will already have such a potent hole yeah. in their lives. Um we had a lot of feelings. <laughs> we have a lot of feelings. Uh, but we wanted to talk about what it was like to be here in Nashville and live in this space of extreme gratitude that our kids are okay, mixed with guilt that someone else's are not, mixed with grief that this had to happen at all. And yeah. I think all of those feelings, I don't know about you guys, but for me, those things have been coexisting in this really weird space that has made me feel physically nauseous yeah for the past well, week yeah i think even sitting here it's really hard and i know i've discussed this earlier with you guys are our, our opinions and feelings and experiences even even valid compared to what's happened and the answer is yes they are um but it's really hard i think for moms to sit um when we can go home to our babies and even have this episode it's it's a very delicate and hard conversation to have um, but we just want to be really transparent with um, what it's like to kind of be boots on the ground here in Nashville and have it locally happen to our community. Well, I hate to say it, but it does feel more. I I have been like I have cried over these yeah. shootings happening for years yeah. now. But this um, like is it's in my literal neighborhood and yeah. it feels different. Um and it feels so real. And the movies that have played in my head over the yeah. last week, the movies, the, that terror, that is a reality for some families now. It is just, um, like, it's just so real. Yeah, it's heavy. It's heavy. Uh, so we were going to talk about, you know, what that was like for us. And then hopefully provide everyone listening who might be feeling this um, confusion about how to talk to their kids confusion about how to handle their own anxiety. Um, I think it's really important. I know we hit this kind of before we went into this episode because we really do want to be intentional about the words we use. And um, that 
sometimes the best action you can do if you don't always know what to do right away is to give yourself space to process and feel things and um, let whatever you're feeling be be held valued to you and to others and um, that it's okay if you don't have all the right words and you don't know exactly where you want to stand or or however you're going to process it, it's okay to take a beat and sit back and just take a pause. Yeah. Um, because sometimes that is an action. Um, totally. And, and I think we get so pressured um, because this is such an emotionally charged, rightfully so, topic, right. um, that we get so pressured that we have to be this way or this way or do this or do that without even – thinking everything through, which I, I mean, I support, I 1000% support though, if you immediately know which action to take, I think, I think there's nothing wrong with that. But I think there's also a lot of people that are like, ah, they're saying this and they're saying this, and I just want to process all of this, like then process it. Um, take that space, talk to your babies, talk to your friends and, and take a pause. You don't have to be a keyboard warrior (laughs) right now. (laughs) You don't have to be any, you don't have to be a warrior at all. You yeah. can you can just be, and um, you can breathe. You can breathe for a second. You can take a breath. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I know. Like, I have um, I have seen, I have seen people taking action and had a lot of guilt that I have, yeah, been taking that breath. Um, but, and I don't want to get overly emotional, right? But it is it is it would also be a lie to say that I haven't been, yeah, pretty emotional. Um. So you guys know, um, I don't know if people listening do, I, I didn't really talk about it, but we, we were, this happened on the heels of another tragedy in my family. Yeah. Um, we lost my cousin, um, just absolutely wonderful human being. He will be so, so missed. And I was flying to go to his services yeah. last Monday when this happened and I had a layover And when I landed for the layover and I turned on my phone, I had a text from the school that my two little ones go to that said, parents, letting you know we're on lockdown because there is an active shooter. And at the time it said at two other schools in Green Hills. I don't know why they thought that, but um, Green Hills is this little neighborhood in Nashville that we live in. Um, And we have an older son who goes to a different school Mm -hmm. in Green Hills. And I just started shaking because I didn't know what the other school was. And it's a, it's a relatively small community. Yeah. We have some other schools, but I'm thinking, like, how long is that list if there are shooters at two other schools? Yeah. And what does that mean? And it wasn't public knowledge yet. Um, and so I just started searching for any news about this so that I could – figure out if my son's school was where it was happening. Finally, I found the Metro Nashville Police Department Twitter, and it mentioned Covenant Christian School, which is where it was happening. Shortly thereafter, got a text that said that it had been, that there was no longer a threat. Um, we found out that kids at both schools were on a lockdown or lockout or yeah. whatever they call it. Um, and uh, there were just uh, with not being there, you know, my husband was relaying to me what it was like. The, you know, there were helicopters everywhere and uh, emergency vehicles. 
And um, it was really weird not to be there because in those moments, all you want to do is hug your babies. And then I'm thinking like, how much do, how much does my nine-year-old understand about what happened? Um, and those moments of not knowing, I just, I couldn't stop thinking about, you know, the parents that didn't get to hold their child at the reunification center up the street yeah. from our house. Um, the school that we drive by, you know, anytime we go to my son's school, this is our neighborhood. Um, you know, we have friends around us who, um, you know, their kids are having a hard time because they heard the gunshots. Our son came home last week and on Tuesday. And um, this again, Ty told me about this as I was, you know, I had one foot physically uh, with my family grieving um, the loss of my cousin and, and what that means for, you know, his three kids. And, um, you know, and the other foot just like consumed with this. Um, and it was, you know, just wanting to hold those babies, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and, and, you know, then my, my nine-year-old, um, he's telling, um, our, you know, his dad how, well, dad, you know, um, my friend was really sad today. Uh, and so, you know, I used my lunch money to buy him ice cream and, you know, Ty says, you know, well, what was going on? And he said, well, he was friends with Will Kinney. And so his friend got killed and I wanted to cheer him up. And I was so proud of my kid and so devastated that I had that opportunity yeah. to be proud of him in that moment. Um, and so devastated for, you know, again, I can't state enough how um, I, I can't understand the shoes of those families that lost yeah. someone this way. Um, but man, does my heart break yeah. for them. Just uh, even hearing you talk about like the reunification of that that just it's yeah. so hard to Ty imagine. said he like, could see all the you know the cars flying towards that school and knowing that some of those parents didn't know yeah that's um, and uh it's just that's what know. goes through my mind and that's where my heart is like even even with these babies um that were just there the trauma yep that they're gonna have the ptsd the fear the anxiety the that they don't deserve yeah, and I think that, um, I mean, obviously, we're going to have a hard time with this episode just oh, as yeah. moms, and I I think this also speaks volumes. Um, I know you mentioned, like, in our intro that we all want safer schools, and we all have different beliefs on how to get there, but one thing that is in common is that, like, we're all grieving that this happened in our community, and that... We need to make a change to keep our baby safe. And well, doesn't Nashville feel like such a small town? You run into people that you oh, know. You run into everybody. You everybody know. supports everybody. Yeah. We're all so interconnected. And, and there's no six degrees. It's like two degrees of yeah. everyone here. So you can't not know someone who either yeah. knew these families or know someone like a friend of a friend. Yeah. It's just so connected. And it is, you know, it's, it's uniquely Nashville Yeah, um, and that way. I feel like... Even, like, our community is, like, we know so many Nashville moms and we have so many local people that are, like, oh, we feel like you're our mom friends. And it's, like, we are. But we are so much that, like, 
we love you. We love this community. We love your babies. And it's just, it's hard to process that this happened like home. Yeah. Well, and, and what you said, like, I'm so glad you said that about taking the breath because, yeah. um, you know, like mom guilt sets in so hard because you're like, what should I be doing? What can I be doing? There's nothing that can be more important. And for me, the past two weeks, I had to show up for my kids. You had, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I could do. And, um, you know, kids are so perceptive and they feel your emotion. So like the two yeah. little ones, they're not old enough to have the conversation yet. Right. And, and we can get into like how we talked about how, how we talk to our kids about this. Um, you know, especially of older kids. And so I do want to hear, cause we haven't even gotten a chance to really talk about how yeah. you guys mm-hmm. handled this and, and you work in a childcare facility. Yeah. So that's, I, I'm a Christian really, childcare facility. So that like hits it. so close. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but I, I was like, I have got to try to compartmentalize this because I found myself what I do. And you guys could probably guess this, but I want to overeducate myself. That's yeah. what I do. I'm like, what do I need to know so that I can make smart decisions so that I can like mom up so hard and, and, and do whatever I need to do small or large, like to keep our kids safe. Yeah. And I was so consumed by it by day when I, when my, when my kids were not with me and I was just trying to put it away. Yeah. Um, but the heaviness was there anyway. So I was like, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I have all these things. I did need that breath. I have all these things I want to do and implement and that I'm still trying to process. Um, but I, 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 ha- I didn't get, I haven't gotten there yet. I feel like yeah. I'm just now like tipping over the edge of being capable yeah. of doing that. And I want like, I, I, I didn't necessarily let myself off the hook for it, you know, like, yeah. but I, I feel like it's okay to do that. Jen, what have the conversations in your home been like? Um, just, I feel like this has happened quite a bit um, since you have the oldest kids. Like th- this isn't the first time these conversations have been relevant, like to talk about it, but like have they been curious? Have they, did they watch the news? How did, how did that go down? Uh, this is very triggering for me. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying. I think. What is difficult for me, and I think my kids, um, even though, you know, they're young still, um, our family knows all too well what it's like to start your day happy and have it end really tragically. And we have done an enormous amount of therapy and exposure therapy, you know, to to typically be able to talk about this kind of tragedy without breaking down. But but this was a hard one for me. It it hit really close to home. And, you know, my kids are used to talking about hard things, you know, and, and they know there's bad people in the world. We don't shield them. From a lot of stuff. Um, but when they see, well, me upset, because I'm like, I don't typically 
I don't typically get really upset. It's it true, takes you don't. it yeah. has taken me years and and it's it's not a badge of honor, right? Like yeah. I I I have hardened since Olivia's death and I I feel a lot of like I feel like no sadness when your grandmother at 86 passes away. I feel yeah. that you're lucky and you had a lovely amount of time, you know? So so I guess yeah. for me, I, I approach situations like this differently. So when my kids see me get upset, they know that it's like really something we bad. Have a perspective that no one wants to have. Yeah, to it's, have. it's true. And, and I think part of it is that all of our kids are such different ages that the best advice that anyone – Gave, has given me over the years is that you always let your kids lead these conversations. You know, you can ask them, yeah. did you hear about what happened today in Nashville? And they can tell you what they know. And that kids innately in their gut subconsciously know what they're capable of hearing. And there's like a protection that their sort of their brain gives them. Yeah. And so when they ask questions, you know, we answer it. And I was, I was, fine you know I was okay talking to the kids um I was okay and then my 14 year old said to me mom do you know that um Evelyn Dickhouse got shot because she was out and she pulled the fire alarm trying to alert people and that like set me off yeah you know because we teach kids to like be brave and yeah yeah so I mean there are a lot of hard conversations I feel like I want to pull. I want to pull my kids out of school, you know, and and we're in safe schools. We have SROs in every school, you know. Yeah. We have cameras and locked doors and all of the things that, you know, you would hope all public schools have. Well, that's and, one thing we. I mean, we, the Nashville Police Department. Incredible. Oh my god! Like I am. Ty does. Ty chooses not to have an actual picture of that in his head and I want to see it because yeah. Yeah. like what's in my I head. I watched is, the videos too. I did too. I have watched everything. I have to. Yeah. Exposure therapy. It's like you have to see it. it. That's and, exactly how yeah. I operate. Yeah. Um, and the way that they ran and you know they have families they ran yeah. towards they ran yeah, a shooting. Yeah. They did not hesitate. It was remarkable. I mean yeah. I want to say a huge thank you to those officers and to Metro Nashville Police Department who just like and this and the staff at the school who couldn't have handled it better. Like, yeah, I mean, I really think everybody, um, you know, the the drills that they had. Yeah. Uh, and and the the training that they had um, minimized. The deaths. Um, um, anyway, I, I just wanted like that. That was. But but still, they were you know. they were um, they were amazing. They were, and I, I will say that I processed everything, and then when um, I saw the body cam footage get released, that was the first time that I just sobbed and was like watching them, and it was more so like the the blurred like floor where they, and I'm like, oh, that was a little person, and then I'm like holding Loxley and she comes up and she's like mommy what are you watching and I'm like and she goes oh is that the bad guys and I was like she is it it was as if like I was watching Netflix or something and and I don't watch we don't watch anything violent in front of her we don't have anything on our house and like playing ever um 
and it's usually not like Coca Melon or Peppa Pig like in front of her. And so I was like, oh yep. And she goes, mommy, and you turn that off. And I was like, I do. And and it, but I will say, watching those police officers, it was like, you guys, this is what it means to be a hero. Yeah. Like this is. This is the epitome of like yep. what officers like what it means, and I am proud to live in a city with officers that protect like that. Yeah. Um, well, you know, Loxley is pretty young to really understand what's going on. Yeah. But what does it feel like to, you know, work in childcare in a little Christian school? You know, what yeah. does that feel like? You know, because I'm sure you feel a certain level of responsibility. Above I, and beyond being a mom, even. I, yes. Um, yeah. So I, I'm going to speak for myself personally on this. Um, I feel like there is such a spiritual warfare going on right now. And that I, I believe in this, like, amazing God who just protects us and is just like all powerful but I also believe that Satan is so real and for me it's like I I feel like there is such a good versus like evil right now going on and so it, it there's so much I don't even know how to word this because it's like I feel like I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep those babies like safe and so were you there when you found out mm-mm no, it was on Monday. You yeah. found out from our text. Didn't I you? found out on my Apple Watch, and I hate to say I thought it was your school the way the text threads were going off, and and I was like, it's that's why I was like, I need to go to Corey's house right now. I was like, because I was outside just playing with Loxley outside, and I saw the texter, and they're like, did you happen? Has anyone checked in on Corey? The school's in green. I'm, I'm like, wait, what? And so I until I was like, wait, someone tell me what happened because I didn't even have my phone on me. I just had my Apple Watch. And then I was like, okay, are Corey's kids safe? Are Corey's kids safe? And then I was like, okay, trying to process it. But I I think there's – I'm trying to talk without being overly emotionally charged and say anything too emotionally charged. I am just, just feel like you <laughs> – Yeah, so sorry. I feel like I'm lost for words, but I'm just – to make sure that you're doing whatever you have to I'm do. I'm doing whatever I can do to make sure everyone is safe. And that is, um, my mama bear mode is activated. Um, and I made sure that I acknowledged to everyone that walked in the door, like, Hey, this is a hard week. Just so you know, we're locking the doors today. Um, we, we had some extra safety protocols. Um, we did behind the scenes and, um, I'm just, I'm grateful that I can do that. And, I feel like I'm I'm taking that pause to figure out how I can how I can proactively like help yep. other schools and yeah. other kids feel safe. And so um I'm just taking a beat to like figure out the best ways I can I can help provide a little more safety in, in that aspect. Jen, did your kids have like questions follow-up questions did, did did you guys were you guys pretty like straight with them about exactly what happened like uh, evie's so little but well no mason came home from school on the bus and so i talked to him evelyn i don't i mean we didn't evelyn i didn't even talk to about it um mason 
I talked to when he came home. I said, did you hear about what happened, you know, at, at the school in Nashville today? And he said, yeah. He's like, that's really sad. He's like, you know, we do drills for that stuff. And I was like, well, that's good. And I didn't push him. Like yeah. I didn't, there was just, he didn't seem like he needed to talk. And so it wasn't like he was hiding something that mm-hmm. he, you know, that you like I needed to lead. get, just kind of let him lead. Charlie's my more emotional child. And when I picked him up um, from uh, like play rehearsal, like an hour and a half later, um, he definitely wanted to ask more questions. You know, don't they have a cop? Like that was his first question. Yeah. Like, don't they yeah. have a cop? Because arts are very prevalent. Right. Yeah. And um, interestingly, that night I – I stopped. It was that I stopped and I took Charlie into the book fair. I was like, I need to be really specific with my kids about making sure that they like have a little bit of a distraction, you know? Because I, the yeah. last thing I want them to do is like talk to people. Like, I just don't want them to get any more information than they're capable of having. And right. I do know that like our bus, our neighborhood friends, meaning you know, as well meaning as they are, like they they might be saying things that like we necessarily wouldn't, and and vice versa most times, you know. Um, but I took him into the book fair and we were walking in we walked around, he chose some things. And as we were walking out, it was like about time. I don't know if they were like getting ready to close, but right in front of me was our SRO letting someone out of the building. And it, it hit me like that. I, I've had my kids in what, four different elementary schools in this country in three different states. And I believe in every single one, we've had one, if not two armed SROs, you know? Yeah. And it did hit me like, I really hope this is normal. Like, I hope it's normal that this kind of person that has a face, you know, and a name who interacts with our children, I hope that's like something all public and private schools have. You know, it's like our, our SRO, you know, drives a sheriff's car and he lets, you know, kids walk the perimeter of the the school with him. And, you know, it's like a prize to, yeah. you know, to win, you know, that, yeah. that it's, I just, I do hope all schools in our country have access to people like that and, and have them on, um, on staff. Cause I think that the presence of mind you have by having yeah. someone like that who would literally lay their life down for the children because they know them mm-hmm. so well. Um, is just incredible. I hope that's a. I hope that's a normal thing. I need to research a little bit more. I don't know. Yeah. Does Ava? Um. Does she? How does she being older? Process. Well, I'm. Maybe this is something you guys don't know. They do have. I mean, not only do they have active shooter drills, they have had lockdowns. Yeah. So you know, anytime there, and, and I, I don't actually know how it it works. It's like it could be that it's anytime there's an like a a threat of someone bringing a gun to school or anytime there's a report of yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and it could also be anytime that like a neighboring school has a report of something that they all go on lockdown. Yeah. So it has happened multiple times that their school has been on lockdown. In um, our school, they didn't tell the kids what was going on when it was. Well, they happening. don't tell anyone. Yeah. And, and to be frank, it's actually like a big, thing for me but it's that's like the they, little kids the older ones they they, 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 they still, know they're on this like lockout thing they know? do but and they the, know what to do but i don't like you know they'll say things like they'll send out notes and they're very these like sort of nebulous benign notes to parents we had a lockdown there was a yeah. threat of someone bringing a gun to school we it, there's no other there's no further details right. like 
we've done due diligence, there are no guns in the home, or we've done due diligence and all guns in the home are accounted for, or there's no details ever. And that is something yeah. I don't, I, I know it is not just with our county. We're in a habit of protecting perpetrators. And it, it actually, I understand why, but it really, it really troubles me. And that's something that from the very first lockdown my kids ever experienced, I was like, where are the details? Like, yeah. why do we not get to know this, you know? Well, does, having grown up with that, does it make it affect her less or does she have fear about no, it? No, it affects her thing. less. I think it's a norm for her. And like growing up in the South, I, it's horrible. It's horrible. But it, it, I mean, it's like growing up in the South, how we had all the tornado drills and right. nobody in California ever had yeah. those. Like yeah. it, it's, I'm not comparing the two, but I am comparing the, like the idea of like a life-saving like you moment. sensitized right. to trauma. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And, and the things that you go through in school and, yeah. and it's, it's horrible. Like I hate that our children grow up that way. Well, when we, um, Again, it's so weird that I wasn't physically there. To, yeah. I was gone for from Monday to Wednesday, and so I wasn't there. Um, like I could, like I would have loved to just get my hands on my child when he, you know, like. Um, well, to be fair, okay. So for for our viewers, all of us, I, I was walking the lake with our friend Lucy Riles, and she and I got an alert while we were walking. But then our dear friend Brittany Taylor texted all of us in a group text thread yeah. and was asking like are you guys okay what's happening so and i knew nothing it came through on my apple watch and i was outside and so i was like wait what happened and then someone texted something about has anyone talked to Corey?" and you were on a flight and i was like wait a second what right. happened and then Brittany texted me privately and was like she sent me like a few news links mm -hmm. and i was like oh my gosh yeah well yeah. ty and i immediately talked about how we wanted to talk to Rad about it because like any of these things we've talked about, you know, sex talks or about yeah. anything, you want to get ahead of it um, because the last thing you want, and Rad is a high anxiety child. It really worried me. I mean, on top of what had already happened with my cousin and then this, like um, I have been concerned about Radley gets migraines and he has anxiety and I'm, I want to help him cope with those yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And it's been very on my mind too. Um, and then when this happened, I wanted to protect him from more anxiety. He's my baby who after COVID was trying to cover his nose and mouth. So he like, cause he was afraid to breathe the air, mm -hmm. you know, and he's my child who overthinks and, um, worries. And like, I had this conversation with him and he's like worried that he's going to have to move to Mars. Like, yeah. So I was able to put that yeah. one to rest, but I'm like, if he's worrying about these things that are not that prevalent in his day to day, yeah. how is he going to feel about this? But at the same time, the last thing you want is for, um, for him to overhear something at school yeah. and be confused, mm -hmm. um, and hear something outside of his parents. And so we actually called my sister who is a therapist who's been on the show before. Yeah. And she talked us through some like really simple ways to approach it with kids who are on the younger side, like old enough that you need to talk about it, but young enough that you need to also protect them. Um, and it, a lot of it was like, I mean, I can't even pull it up if that's helpful. Like we, I was going to actually call her, but she has laryngitis. <laughs> so she did send okay. some notes. Um, and you kind of said this. So it's like, first of all, find out what they already know. Yeah. And this is even if you are nowhere near Nashville, but your kids do consume the news because I yeah. know your kids do, mm -hmm. and Radley will like Alexa will have some news story on some headlines like, pop up, right? And so I think that's an important yeah. thing to note is that find out what they already know, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, which is exactly what Ty did. It's how he approached it. Hey, buddy, you know, so what happened at school today? Did you hear anything? And he had kind of said, well, we were on a lockout. And so, you know, Ty just kind of asked, oh, well, what does that mean? Yeah. And um, so they kind of huddle in a corner and, you know, lock the door. And um, Ty said that that day he was more like, just very like, oh, yeah, because they do, they have done these drills because they have yeah. done these things. And so um, my sister's advice was, you know, to kind of approach it like, hey, you know, there's bad people yeah. in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and a bad person did something today and hurt people. Yeah. Um, and because of these bad people, it's why we have these safety measures in place and talk yeah. through the things you do to keep kids safe at school and not just, you know, these drills, but fire drills, tornado drills, right. all of the things and the people there to protect them and the teachers that are going to protect them and, and make sure that they yeah. have that feeling of there are people, which is sometimes what breaks my heart is that I want to tell my kids like, no, 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 everything that could possibly be done to keep you safe is being done. Right. But when bad I, guys aren't going to go away. Well, and that's, you know, no, they're not. Um, but there are, I, I mean, I do think we all agree that there are, a, there are, like, things that there are measures done. that could be taken, yeah. right? Yep. So my point is that it's hard to say that knowing that maybe there's, there are and should be other things that need to be done that aren't yet. But that's also what fires are like mama's souls up, right? I know. Um, so, um, and also she was saying, you know, make sure to check in on yourself, you know, try to like resolve your feeling, which how, you know, how are you supposed mm-hmm. to talk to them about it when you haven't even processed it yourself? Um, but she said, you know, you will be presenting information that your child will believe and possibly put on repeat. And, you know, you need to make sure that they're not accidentally also carrying your anxiety, which is like, a, so like true. parentification, right? Like, yeah. like where, which is what I was so scared that I was going to do. I think because that's like, the best advice is make yeah. sure that your child is not carrying your anxiety. Mm-hmm. And and my son is very intu- intuitive, yeah. and he will say, like, they sponge. Mommy, yeah. you just seem like you're having a bad day. Like, I'm just yeah. going to come give you a hug. And he was already noting that with me because yeah. of my cousin. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, I can't give him another week of this. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, he deserves better for me. Yeah. Like, he deserves his mama to be, like, a source of lightness and... Yeah comfort and all of those things. So I think that is definitely a really good piece of advice. I um, love that. As much mm-hmm. as we want to cry into our kids' little shoulders sometimes because it yeah. can be the biggest comfort in the world, especially when they have experienced something personally, we have to make sure that we are protecting them from our yeah. big feelings. Yes. Um, and she said, you know, it's an opportunity to also discuss how bad guys may be created and how we can all help by being kind, inclusive, non-judgmental. Yeah. I freaking love that. Yeah. You know, there is a kid at um, my son's school that I would describe as a bully. And we're always telling Rad, you know, just know that that means he's probably got a hard life at home, mm-hmm. that yeah. he's probably sad. Um, and like him feeling sad and yucky on the inside is making him put that on other people. Yeah. Um, and the kindness side, the kindness piece is so huge to me. You guys yeah. know, um, yeah. I thought that was great advice. And then, you know, she was saying that if they do seem upset or scared, validate them, you know, remind them they're safe, but let them know it's okay that it's scary because it is scary. 
And then I think the last piece of it is like continue to check in on them because mm-hmm. I think yeah. they process at a different speed. Like yeah. when I asked Rad, Ty said that the next day when he talked to him was when it hit him a little bit more mm-hmm. when he had the friend who yeah. he found out, you know, his friend had died and he was like, well, like I bought him an ice cream and, you yeah. know, that sunk in with him a little more. I asked him, I said, buddy, how was your week? You know, and he's like, great. He just doesn't process it yeah. in mm-hmm. the same the way moment. that the grownups do. Um, but like today we tied ribbons on our mailboxes Mm -hmm. and he's like, mom, why are we doing this? And I said, well, it's like, because the people that got hurt, we are, it's like just a little message for them that we're thinking about them and we're thinking about their families. And he said, well, they have one too. And I was like, yeah, bud, like this Mm -hmm. is just our little way of showing them that we're thinking about them and that, you know, we're so sorry that this happened. And I feel like he might circle back in a few weeks and just be like, Wait, but what ha- like what happened? Yeah. That's really lovely, actually. Yeah. Uh, did they did you guys do that for just yeah, today for that. the week? I like I haven't heard, heard anything about that. Um so we're we have, you know, the next door yeah. app. And so we had a message come through. So our na- our neighbors directly across the street from us had one up immediately. Um and we found out that they personally knew someone yeah. there mm-hmm. and um and they are having their, you know. Yeah. struggling and um it's interesting i that might be something that maybe we can do with our kids in our neighborhood yeah. this week i you know we yeah. did that we for years yeah. for yeah. olivia we did pink and orange uh ribbons on all the stop signs like yeah. you know in, in neighborhoods all across the country and it was really it was really nice we haven't done yeah. it the last two years we've you know done some other traditions but i actually really i really yeah. like that well, idea well the message nice. that came through was that you know that the covenant community was asking that people yeah. do it and okay. i mean for me, I not having a daughter at the age that can even process this remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as a Christian, um, I and I know I shared this on my on my Facebook is like I just I truly believe in the power of prayer and just armoring up and just praying that hearts are changed in all of this in any in any way. And that is just something I truly truly believe in because I'm <laughs> I'm just so passionate that the the saying thoughts and prayers and like all of that it's it's not it's niceties but it's not really doing anything so we for me I'm like I'm just taking this battle like straight to my bible and I'm just gonna be really praying well not for just a lot of people it, like, thoughts and prayers is like a platitude but prayer is an action prayer is an act so yeah that's so, a very yeah. yeah so and and I know some people are like oh that's nice it doesn't help and I'm like yes it does like I just I believe in like such a powerful god that like Prayer is prayer is my action, and well, so everybody like, has their own ways. Yeah, that's what I'm yes. saying. For me personally, yeah. this is just like I am just yeah taking this battle that mm-hmm. we can we can fight this gross evil. Well, that's happening. battles need lots of ways to be fought. Yes, mm-hmm. and I I I want to say like we have talked a lot about this off mic mm-hmm. as well, and this is not the end of this conversation because what happens so often. <sighs> Um, and for what it's worth, like this has been on our minds to get on the mic before we release another episode. I was out of town. I there couldn't were, release the episode last w- week. Of course not. None, none of us well, could. <laughs> a couple things though. Yeah. The episode that was going to go out, we're still going to put out. We talked a lot about Kayla coming back from a lot that she's been going through. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, while Kayla was, and I totally understand this, Kayla was like, how can I talk about the stuff, my struggles when it pales in comparison yeah. to what these families have I feel through. even like 
I feel even stupid for releasing it next week. No. Like, I won't. But just for me, it's like, because I know you guys were like, no, it, you still need well, to acknowledge the, it. Well, here's but. the cool piece. And and you, we had no idea of predicting the future. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those episodes, sometimes we really know what our topic is. And this was one of those where it's like, Kayla's back. Let's talk about everything that's been going on. We didn't really have a tight guideline for things. Mm-hmm. But you asked a question yeah. that now, to me, is incredibly poignant. Yeah. And that question is, have you guys ever had something happen in your life that changes your perspective forever? Yeah. And you asked us that question and we each talked about those moments for us, those really life-changing mm-hmm. moments. And we had one of those this week. And so it's not an empty episode. It's It was our truth two weeks ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and I still think that we should share. And it's, it's okay to find moments of levity and hope because that's what we want to do too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want to go like, go hug your babies. Go play soccer outside and appreciate every moment and, and climb a tree and give yeah. a million kisses and go do all of those things because, like, we have to do that. Not just for our kids, but because that's what appreciating this life we have is about. Yeah. And you have gone through some really hard stuff. Just because that didn't happen to you, it doesn't diminish what you went through. And sure. and and I think we should share it. And we are also going to continue this conversation because yeah. so mm-hmm. often it's like, headlines and even today i really struggle with the fact that it was like on to the next thing for so many people and i yeah. don't i don't fault them for that but i also think that us as moms yeah that we have to talk about this we, we can't have a mom it. podcast and not be right. like moms we hear you mm-hmm. yeah like we're here too yeah and so um, we're gonna talk about this again in two weeks mm-hmm. yeah and in that time I know I'm doing this for myself. And what we yeah. talked about is we what we would love for everyone to do um, is take a minute to see what change you would like to see happen, what that looks like for you, and then from there decide what action you can take. To affect that. To make yeah. some noise. To I make will that say change I, I challenge every mom that is listening to this, um, and I'll be, I'll be bold with this challenge, to – Stop fighting with people online. Our whole community is grieving. Like we're all hurting. It's okay if you don't if you don't agree, but like everyone is talking and sharing their platforms because we want change. Mm-hmm. We and, all want this. And yep. find unity that if you see someone post something that you don't agree with, look at that person and be like, that person cares. Yeah, that person is hurting because of this and that person cares. And so instead of commenting how much I disagree with them and inciting so much more divisiveness, instead of needing to be right, just say like, I just, I, I challenge every mom to be like, I see you care. I love that. Thank Thank you you for caring. Well, and I like just challenge yourself instead of arguing with anyone, just be like, I see you and you care. Well, I believe if we can find mm-hmm. if we can find the yeah. commonality that we all want to keep our kids safer, that's enough common ground yeah. as a starting point. You would and- think, but unfortunately, I got a lot of people on a a very just introspective post the next morning. I got d- DMs, and I got a lot of I got some very squeaky, loud voices that are like, "You have a platform; you should be using it." But and I'm like, I'm probably space- the most active person you could see doing physically doing things to incite change so it it does bother me right it does bother me when people use like those opportunities to be like you this you this you that's what i'm saying instead of like and 
if you don't want to post divisive. anything, don't post anything. Yeah. But if you see someone, instead of arguing with it, just be like, I see you care. Man, there's a lot of hurt. There, everyone's mm-hmm. hurt. Yeah. Like, we're hurting. Well, and, yeah. and when we're scared. You're, like, that, I love what you're saying, Kayla, because a part of grieving is also lashing out because these people are I like, do. but I know what we should do. Yeah. I have I these, mean, we like, have guess what? Like, no one knows what we should do or the answer yeah. would be right. very simple because 100%. even people who are like, this is the answer, yeah. when you follow up with, what does the actuality of that look yeah. like? Yeah. They don't know. So yeah. none of us know. And I yeah. think that's the commonplace that we where have. I think yeah. we want to, we want to yeah. re like, we want to have this conversation again when we have more time to breathe yeah. and have space. Cause like even Corey and I've had these conversations and we all have different ways that we want to go about this. And I texted you immediately. I'm like, I'm sorry if I was emotionally charged. I love you. I love that. We like agree that we want change. Yeah. And yeah. We are all on the side of wanting to do something other than nothing. Anything other than nothing. And if we We can can come together as moms, if if you have your stance, I have my stance, and I have and all of that. Let's use pieces of all of them. Let's just take all the things to protect our kids. Let's make a puzzle, moms. I couldn't. Instead of like all being over here in our different corners with like the edges and the middles and like the eyes and everything. Well, the answer isn't in the extremes at all. The answer is together. Two sides coming together. What if we do this? I see. What if we do this? Like let's everybody. One hundred percent. Everybody is going to have to compromise. Let's take a breath. Well, I was telling you guys. My parents brought up the fact that it was the moms against drunk drivers. That moms against. That's what I'm that, saying. That like, really that made the change. That made I am the change. I am yeah. fine with disagreeing with anybody. Yep. I'm fine but being let's uncomfortable. Work together. Yep. I'm fine being uncomfortable with some of these ideas and some of these changes. Yep. It keeps my kids safe. Yeah. And that is the common thread. Yes. So if we can do it, because we <gasps> we have like we have vastly different yeah. belief yeah. and value systems. But I see you. I hear you. Like, yeah. Like, I, let's let's say that. Let's yeah. use those words. Yeah. Like, I actually I, totally disagree yeah. with you. I don't think the three of us have different value systems whatsoever. I actually think our value systems are the same. That's probably. Accurate. I think it's that our we books, all our, believe there are different sort of weights on different things and a different path to get to each yeah. other. When I say things, that, I know when I say that, I mean different political yeah. reliefs, belief, reliefs, different. We're all in different beliefs, cars to get there. I'm going to pick up you're in a Tesla beliefs. and you're in an SUV. We're all just trying to get there. We're gassing up our engines <laughs> yeah. different. No, but you're right. <laughs> we align yeah. value. What you're right. Yeah. So that's not really. I think most people do. But that's what most I'm saying. Healthy, like we're, we're on the same do. team. We're trying to fit the same puzzle together mm-hmm. you, yeah. we're not we're not doing a different puzzle we're yeah. all trying to get it together yep yeah and it's very true and like let's just stop being Kayla assholes. has a, found a, a great Sorry. page that has an exhaustive yes. list of resources mm-hmm. that nashville lifestyles.com we'll share we'll the share link in our stories um so you can swipe on it swipe on it swipe on it <laughs> well and then what you can do is see what you what, connect what with. What fits with you. What connects yeah, with you. Um, they did an amazing job. And so I know we were going to try and make a list, and I found that. And I was like, perfect, we can't yeah. make a better list. They did a fantastic job. Yeah. And so we're going to circle back because the three of us individually are really taking time to – and just like what you said, because you are yeah. very active behind the scenes. And I feel like one of the things that I like to do is have private one-on-one conversations and get on the same page yeah. the way that we do so often. And yeah. sometimes I feel like – a handful of people getting on the same page can yep. be so much more valuable than one divisive social yeah. media post. Yeah. Well, and even like, I will say, we talked for an hour before we did this episode. Yeah, We all had to sit in a circle and be like, we love each other. This is how I feel. This is how I feel. And there was a few yeah. moments that got heated here and there. But when we came to do this episode, we had that unity that we we want to do this for our community. 
We yep. want to talk to moms. We want to create that space. We want to give that grace. this is our community. This is like, yeah, this is our home. We are like, we are in this with everyone listening because there's yeah. nobody that's not like feeling. Right. Even if you're far away from Nashville, there's no yeah. way you're a parent and you see another with the little kids, especially. Yeah. Like the littler the kids, the more it just, these little innocent people like, so gosh, I mean. I feel like if the three of us, can, if we can, if we can do it, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. only knew, <laughs> we, we can do and it. I, you can I do I it. it. You know, and I, I, I think there is value in stoicism and being able to hold it together and say what you want to say without getting emotional. But damn it, like I have been very emotional. We have all been very yeah. emotional, and that's real too. Yeah. Like yeah. that is our truth. That's what's been happening, um, <sighs> and. We are going to get back to, like, having fun. We're going to release an episode with mm-hmm. Kayla next week. The week after that, we're going to circle back on the things yeah. that we're sort of taking action on. And we'd love to hear from you about, like, in in an open way what and, you take action And I action think on. I'll open this up again in our stories. This last week, I, I put in our stories. I was like, all right, moms, talk to us. We're yeah. your safe space. Mm-hmm. What do you want to yeah. say? What do you yeah. want to get off your chest? Let's not and make it right or wrong. Let's make don't it, like, worry about putting right our wrong. brains just, together. Just Even if you think it's going to come out wrong, don't polish it. If you just yeah. need to get something off your chest, we are a safe space. Wouldn't you, you say that you? we're down, like, say anything as long as you say it with b- being open-minded to other people saying yes. stuff to yeah. you? Like, yeah. if we can just do that. Yeah, that would be yeah. that would be awesome. And I love you girls and I, I really you. do I like I think you guys are both really smart and that's the thing is we have a lot of really really smart parents, mm-hmm. moms out there yeah. that will have different ideas than ours. Yeah. And if we can just like layer up the protections from yeah. here to here yeah. from like you know, if, let's if we can be like just like an idea like yep. whole let's like all the moms come together and brainstorm yeah. Yeah. and it's like e- you, you can be an Enneagram eight for a bit. <laughs> yes. We'll take a cue from, from Jen. And action. I'm action. I'm action, action, action. So we're all going to get along, okay? Yeah. <laughs> we're all going to get along while we take action. Yeah. Nice we'll we'll give her a trophy. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I'll just be over we, here. We will, though, revisit this conversation. We love you, mamas. Please reach out with your feelings, your thoughts, yeah. anything. You know, we are always trying to put more tools in our tool belt for our kids, for ourselves. If for- you have suggestions that you think we should share, yeah. like, mm-hmm. we, we'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Yep. But we love you. Oh, deep breath. Thanks for listening. Deep breath. <laughs> Love you, girl.